0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
1: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: He's a leader, he's an original, and he's a giant champion. Hunter Pence's place in Giants history is secure. And he's also back at a time when his leadership is sorely needed. He's a unique guy at a unique time. We go inside this giant moment with Hunter Pence. Now, now, now. This
1: is Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile. Our franchise has countless memorable, iconic moments. Join Mark Willard as he connects with our former players who lived these moments to relive the emotions, the stories, and the joy.
0: Hey, it's Mark Willard, and this is a special episode of the Inside Giant Moments podcast as we go inside this giant moment, all of it presented by T-Mobile. And we know the 2020 season has been uh, already unlike anything uh, we've ever seen. It's one for the uh, the history books and excited to talk about it from a lot of different angles with Hunter Pence. Hunter, what's going on, man? Hey, Mark. Hey, uh... You know, quite a lot, actually. Um, trying to get used
2: to, you know, what we're having to deal with in 2020 and uh, the first road trip of this Major League season.
0: Um, so, getting in trying to get in, figure it all out. Uh, we heard that we already got a famous Hunter Pence speech before the game last night. Is that correct? You know, um, it was not a famous speech by any means.
2: And honestly, um, you know, it was just mild and light to, like, just, like, you know, just congratulate everyone. We made it in this troubling time, stick together sort of thing. And, um, you know, I don't know if it was necessary, but I just wanted to congratulate all the young guys for, you know, making their major league debuts. And and even though it was a tough time, how, you know, how wonderful and how deserving and how hard that journey is to make it to the big league. So uh, very simple stuff. Just wanted to like at least talk to the guys one time as a group because like it's just Zoom calls and like we don't ever come together and, uh, I was asked of like a couple of the t- of great great guys on the team, like let's just say a little something. So I wasn't prepared for it, um, but yeah, I'm just pumped to be doing what we love to do.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I think that, that's you showing your leadership role in this situation, and I wonder how that really fits uh, in, in this moment, you know? And 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 not just your leadership, the positivity that that you're all uh, always showing. I mean, there there are not a ton of expectations. For this team, and so I wonder, in this kind of a situation, and the leadership role you have, um, wh- what what tools are you using to both kind of uh, help yourself find some faith, and maybe help your teammates with that as well? Um,
2: well, sorry, I got a phone call in the middle of that, uh, so I'm, I was trying to decline that. Uh, as far as expectations, we have we have high expectations of ourselves to, you know, build a culture of, of expecting to be the, you know, as prepared and elitely prepared as we can, um, you know, to charge forward every game, uh, allowing our gifts to grow and to to come out to win and be ready and prepared to win every day. So our expectations are actually kind of high and and falling in love with the process. I think it's very important, um, you know, to enjoy and, and to be teachable, not only in baseball, but in everything in life and, and, and to stay adaptable because change is what keeps you around in the big leagues like being able to change and it's a constant changing and the game is switching and, and there's all sorts of new things and new pitches and new bat swings and new stuff to learn that can enhance your game, but it also can be too much. So um, staying in that balanced realm, but um, I missed the kind of the end part of your question. But as far as expectations, we have uh, elite expectations of our preparation and our process.
0: Well, I, I kind of asked like taking that, what you just said and, and knowing you're a leader on the team, what, what tools do you use to maybe kind of spread uh, some of that faith that you just described so that it, it, you know, oozes out to the rest of the team?
2: Well, my, I, I'm not like, Oh, I'm a leader and I'm just here to, to be a, you know, to help, to be a servant and um, you know, to, to march forward in the best way I know how, um, be, a, be a symbol and an example of, of trying to do things uh, the right, you know, what I, what I feel is the right way and, uh, you know, to be prepared to, to come to work, to have a good attitude to learn, to grow, to talk uh, and to to play with love and to be, you know, to be an instrument of love um, you know to, to master, you know, your craft is, it's a lifelong, day long moment by moment um, decision and uh, as far as being a great team uh, great leaders, I think teach everyone to lead themselves and to um you know and to learn from each other and that we're all leaders so it's not like I'm this leader it's like I'm here to help I'm a servant I want to serve I want to be the best I can uh, I want to be ready to produce in whatever situation I'm put in and uh, I want to be the as much as I can I want to learn
0: and, and support and encourage and share any knowledge that I have. Uh, Dwayne Kuyper has shared the story publicly that you've said directly to him hey man we're, we're going to win this thing. And, um, and so um, I-, I wonder kind of not only where that faith comes from, but uh, with the news of the week that the-, the playoff structure is expanding to the point where more than half of the teams in baseball are now going to go to the playoffs. How, how do you see that kind of, kind of factoring into this thought that-, that you can go win this thing? You know, I –
2: it's just how I feel. I feel I I expect to win every day. And and I think, like I said, my mission is to master my craft. Uh, You know, we have tremendous talent that people, you know, haven't seen yet. Uh, And I think a lot of that is going to start showcasing itself as, as we get in rhythm. Um, We're definitely facing a lot of challenges, but everyone is in the 2020 season. The first road trip is, uh, you know, is, is definitely interesting because it's, it's not your usual easy way to prepare. We're having to get creative with how we prepare because there's time limits and restrictions on many things. So, um, we're going to have to be adaptable and we're going to have to, to keep moving, but I'm excited for a lot of the young talent. I'm excited for a lot of the work of our staff. Um, and also I got to say, there's a lot of like unseen heroes in baseball right now, and these are the clubhouse staff and, uh, and, uh, medical staff that are doing literally, it feels like they're not getting any sleep and they're doing crazy amounts of work to, to make protocol and to give us the best chance of staying safe and have a health, having a healthy season. Um, it's, it's absolutely inspiring um, what you know, these guys are doing with like no sleep and how much work they're having to put in. So um, just like, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating to uh, to listen to you and others talk about what you all have to go through. And, and that, again, is even to just get to this moment. And I wonder, did, did you ever have doubts that that you all would get to this moment where you you were actually playing baseball games that, that counted?
2: I don't think you I mean, obviously, there's going to be all of this stuff. But to me, it's like control what you can control. and like that was something that's out of my control all i can control is trying to be as prepared as i can with the you know with the what i have available to me and being locked in a house uh, with you know just the backyard and quarantine and stuff everyone had to do it and everyone had to get creative and um you know do what you could do and um different different parts of the country had different you know um basically basically different policies so um it, it, it was tough, but like to me it's just like control what you can control and uh, we are here and I, I I feel
0: excited about the preparation that I put in. Uh, have you had a, a moment to just reflect on what uh, this experience coming back to the Giants has been like because when you signed back, everybody was so excited and that feels like it was two years ago uh, now, <laughs> you know yeah we, when, when we had the, the opening day out there at the ballpark and everything I mean have you, have you reflected on on, on these few months and, and I imagine how different it's been than what, what you pictured? Mark, I'm so glad
2: you asked this question. This has been one of the most beautiful things about this season. And it does, it feels like a different world and a different lifetime ago that uh, I was like so excited for the comeback and spring training and fans. Um, you know, it's just been so many months. Uh, it's a psychological um, shift of the whole reality with what we're going through right now. And I have to say that, I felt it. I felt this magical moment. And I tried to briefly describe this on my Instagram stories, but I, I didn't get the chance to do it justice. When I was warming up on, I believe it was Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday against the A's, the home, the home game. Like it was, you know, our, our pre-inner squad or whatever against the A's. Yeah. And I just had that feeling of being at Oracle Park, having the black and orange, getting ready for a major league game. And uh, it just felt like, like that's when it hit me that, like, you know, all of the, the spring training and all of the practices and all of that, it hit me the many years and the many memories of getting ready for many games and, and just feeling what it was like to be in the Giants uniform, feeling what it was like to see, you know, Pablo and my teammates in the black and orange getting ready. And um, it really was like this, you know, you have those aha moments that just, like, time stops and you just, like, feel chills down your spine and your hair stands up. And it felt really good to be back.
0: Man, I listening to you talk about that. I, I, I have to think it was like you signed back and you probably had the visual of that moment. And then we went through a few months where we didn't know if that moment was going to happen. So did that, did that sort of change that experience the other night?
2: No, I, it actually kind of hit me on it unexpectedly. I, Cause like, wow. you know, I'm a very, you know, in the moment, very like focused, laser focused on what I'm doing. And like, you know, this emotional feeling uh, and just remembrance of, of all of those times. And I just allowed that moment and that feeling of like appreciation to like overwhelm me and how, yeah, I was just extremely excited. And um, it, it's a feeling I, I, I wish upon everyone to, to feel, um, you know, love and welcomed and at home and, and uh, to feel a deep purpose. There's a deep, a deep purpose and, and
0: drive. Can we talk about the socks for a second? Everybody, everybody sure. what, uh, how high are the socks going to go? What, what, what went into this thought? <laughs> I mean, it's, honestly, I,
2: I need the socks to go as high as the pants go because it's just better to have socks than, uh, than not. It's, it's difficult with seaming and seamstresses to get the right fit, and so maybe they're a little too short right now, but it's what I got. They can't really go any lower, and I need the socks to come up as high as they can. Um, I I definitely prefer the pants to just be above the knee. It feels just way more comfortable for running. And uh, it's not a style statement, it's a comfort statement. And to me, functionality is my top priority. It's about feeling good on the baseball field so that we can perform good to help the team win, to contribute in a winning fashion. So I apologize if,
0: uh,
2: uh, actually I don't apologize. I'm sorry the way it looks.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, it's not a, no apology necessary. I, I'm getting text messages after each game. They're like, wow, the, Hunter's socks. That's as high as I've ever seen anybody in the history. You made history, Hunter, with your socks.
2: I'm not trying to make history. <laughs> I'm just trying to,
0: trying to win ball games. trying to help contribute. Do, by the way, you talked about comfort. Do you feel, and I know it's early, you've only had such a, you know, a handful of moments out there, but you clearly refound a comfort zone on the field last year are, are, are you still are you feeling as good right now as you did last year um
2: i can't say that i completely feel as good but i feel extremely close um you know i think like as far as what i understand with swinging and the, and the swing mechanics i am like i feel like i'm really close to like i feel really good with that on on the up to bat and I think I can do amazing things with just what I've learned from swing, the swing mechanics and, and all that. So I'm extremely excited. I actually think that my swing could be much better this year. Like I, I really feel confident that I could hit better than I did last year, just from understanding um, the, you know, the work for me is just keeping my body healthy. And uh, you know, that was very like a lot, even though I got hurt last year, that was a lot easier and training was a lot easier. So um, that's something that there's no excuses. I just gotta like do all the work I can to keep my body as healthy as I can. But as far as hitting and the swing mechanics, I feel like it's um, it's something I understand and and enjoy and feel very well. So uh, I'm excited for you know the rest of this season to, to continue to um, keep making that move and, and letting it pay, pay off.
0: Okay, quick pause to thank our sponsor T-Mobile. It's never been more important to stay connected and T-Mobile has taken steps to support customers along with frontline workers nationwide during these uncertain times. They've been amazing. T-Mobile responded to customer needs by increasing network capacity, lifting smartphone data caps, and increasing data allowances for schools and students in the Empower Ed program. They've also committed to donate $2.5 million to over 100 local schools and Boys and Girls Club of America, which provides child care for our nation's first responders and healthcare workers, meals for families in need, and more. T-Mobile is committed to supporting customers, communities, and thanking frontline workers across the nation. Visit T-Mobile.com for more information. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. Hunter, it's been a big story around baseball over the last week or so, and uh, you're among those who uh, have opted to uh, to take a knee during the National Anthem. And, and I wonder what what considerations specifically for you went into that? Yeah. And,
2: um, you know, it's it's definitely a, um, you know, it's a big deal right now in, in our country. And I love our country. And I, I want to preface this with I'm, I'm thankful for our military and I love and respect them. That's why I take a knee and I, I salute the flag. But um, with what I know about you know, the systemic injustice uh, in our country. I want to raise awareness. I want to amplify the voices of the black community and the people of color. And, you know, as I continue to inform myself, which is an everyday process and I have a lot of work to go and I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely an uncomfortable and a massive effort, but it's the least I can do um, to start the conversations. And I've had so many text messages and conversations with so many friends um, over the last couple of days and I've learned so much. And we need more of this in, in, in our country, uh, just to raise the awareness, to pay attention to what's going on so that um, if we do feel like there is a problem within the system, uh, if there's a systemic problem and a systemic injustice, I want to be a purpose of love. I wanna be an instrument of love. I want to uh, build uh, a country that, that has equality for every human and I wanna love every human. And for me, I feel like with it, you know, looking at the country and looking at your body, if you have an injury within your body, you address it as as hard as you can until you get that healthy and then we can be a harmonic body again. And so um, with what I've learned through informing myself, uh, I feel that it's the right decision to uh, spark those those conversations and to um, remain teachable and remain open-minded so that if Uh, if there is a problem I want to learn I want to I want to teach and I want to grow and I want to build a free America that we all can work in harmony and can feel the same the same privilege that I have the safety that comes with my skin that I didn't know that not everyone experiences
0: Uh, I think that's well said and I mean the Giants collectively have certainly made a number of statements and then you also have the the progress of uh, of what Alyssa Nakin is is doing, and, and it just it feels across baseball right now like the Giants have uh, have taken on the responsibility of really getting into some social issues and tackling some things. How how does that make you feel?
2: It it makes me very very proud that you know that they respect and and allow and understand that there are many perspectives right now, and um, we all have to you know trust our hearts and. Uh, as long as we're paying attention and learning and, and being true to ourselves and 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 doing our best to be a, a symbol of love and build the, the community that we think is best uh, I think that's that's the main goal and uh, if you're paying attention and you're giving your absolute best and we all um, in this country of freedom and justice for all that all men are created equal uh, then then that's that's what the American dream is and I feel like that's the freedom that um,
0: that our, our country is built on. Um, Gabe Kapler has been very upfront with his discussions with all of you about this and, and, and then a lot of other things too. And I wonder how, how right now would you characterize uh, the relationship that Gabe Kapler has, has built with all of you?
2: I think he's, he's absolutely been inspiring. Uh, it, is, it is not easy uh, to do what he's done. He's definitely making history. And um, you know, he, it's, it's how he feels and he's done the work and it's a lot of work um, and you have to be very prepared. And I, have a, I, I still have a long way to go. I'm unraveling it a little bit at a time um, and, and how we can change policy and how I can actually be an, act, an active member to, to make, uh, to make a, a just society, to, to be active to help those that are oppressed. And uh, I think he's doing an incredible job. He's inspiring me, he's inspiring everyone. And um, I just support him fully and how he feels. And I wanna, I wanna also be an instrument to build a, a completely systemic uh, justice, systemic equality, and, uh, and also equity as well, um, you know, to, to balance all of that. And uh, I just, I want to have the, the best America we can have.
0: Okay, Hunter. Um, now, a few questions that we call behind the mask, and we'll dive into. Uh, uh basically what uh, life in baseball in the middle of a pandemic has uh, has been like for you guys uh, as we try to get this picture of of, of what's happening uh you know behind uh, behind the scenes uh what is the strangest thing you've experienced in all of this
2: um man a lot of things are very difficult um you know like just like being in a batting cage trying to hit with a mask on where you can't really breathe very well. Um, You know, like we have to run all the way up and outdoors to eat our meals before and after the game. There's usually not enough time after BP to shower and get ready for a game. And even showering is dangerous. Um, Not showering like as much. Uh, Like yesterday, the first game and being on the road, um, you don't realize how many times it's like mask on, mask off and like running everywhere and, you're sweating, and you're sweating through your mask. The mask thing is necessary, but it's so hard to, to do it properly and, and to, to be prepared. But like, like I said, we're, we're trying to make this a no excuses. We're happy, we're pumped that MLB is putting forth all of the uh, assistance and making this season happen. But I think, I think that's a, a big challenge, for sure, for me.
0: Other than baseball, uh, what, what activity has gotten you through the last few months? Honestly, my only activities right now with, with
2: regards to what's, what's going on um, has been informing myself reading and, and focusing on baseball because uh, I feel like I have a lot of learning to do. And I have a lot of, I'm having so many amazing conversations because of all of this. And um, the needle was moved because I was pushed because of a lot of people doing the same thing. And I started paying attention because of people that I respect um being bold enough to to make this move so it's it's been all focusing on
0: on family getting informed in baseball and then what part of the new protocol around baseball maybe find a silver lining here uh would you like to actually keep forever um the new protocol yeah I'm not sure.
2: Uh, I haven't really thought of that. Are you talking about, like, the expanded playoffs and the DH in both
0: leagues? No, I mean, other- just your, your, your norm now, like the way you guys are having to function around the clubhouse and, um, you know. Yeah, the- none of this,
2: I, I would prefer it to be the old way. It is much okay. easier. Yeah. Um, this is all very, very difficult. Like, like I said, even, like, there's, you know, you, your only meals, it, it, it's, it, this is it's a challenge, but it's worth it because we get to do what we love to do. So, um, you know, like, like the, the the way it was before was much easier. And, and like even the simple act of like laundry, you have to be very careful with everything. You have to go get your own individualized towels, own individualized sweat towels. Um, everything has to be uh, extremely safe and protocol. And it's a very long and diligent task. And like I said, the medical staffs have a mountainous uh, amount of work every day to, to give us an opportunity to make this happen. Games without fans, how are they different? It's very different uh, in many ways. It, the, it's, it's hard to really explain, but there's obviously an, an energy of all of the fans. There's a, they, they electrify the emotions for sure. Um, the sounds of the fans, you know, being able to hear the catcher move and stuff, I feel like they need to make sure they're making these louder uh, because you can, you can hear things that could maybe give you an advantage. And, uh, or, you know, also the catchers could be deking certain things with that. Pitchers can miss spots as well. Um, But I do think that the, uh, the crowd noise is ambient crowd noise is needed. Um, You know, I do think that it electrifies just the focus on the mastery of the game. And I think that's, what's kind of, there, there is some beauty in the fact that, we're, we're all just playing the raw game of baseball, but we de- we, we miss the fans so much and they bring an energy that it, you can't match. And it, it does feel like there's like a different game because it, the emotions have changed. And even like the sound, like kind of change, it changes the game a lot. So um, you lose a lot of the adrenaline that's built with, from fans being there and like the moments where they really get going, roaring in big moments and, you know, the roar of the crowd in a big hit. Um, so there is a lot missing, but still there's other parts
0: that are very beautiful about it as well. Uh, starting out on the road, what was traveling as a group like during this time?
2: Uh, very like, once again, uncomfortable yeah. and difficult, you know, just having to wipe down everything, hand sanitizing everywhere. Uh, my hands feel very weird from so much hand sanitizer and you know washing your hands wearing gloves wearing these heavy masks on a plane where it's already kind of hard to breathe um you know you can't really get up out of your seat you don't want to and yeah it's just a lot you're just like very restricted you feel like you're kind of handcuffed a little bit but it's all understood it's part of the sacrifices you make to 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 make this work
0: you know, I mean, we talked about uh, the, the, the leadership role that, that you have, and I'm sure, especially with the, a lot of the young guys, there's there's a lot of newness. They may have a whole lot of questions, maybe even feel a little bit out of sorts. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed some, some guys that maybe just are, are, are finding it hard to find their specific flow? And if so, how do you handle that? I feel like a lot of the young guys – um, and, and I can't talk for all of
2: them, but like they don't, especially the ones that this is their first time don't know much different. So this is, I mean, obviously it's hard, but, um, I think when you've been in the big leagues for a long time, there's a lot of the conveniences and the comforts. And as you get older, it, it like, it takes you a long time. There's a lot of little things you got to do, but our time is restricted. And like, you have to do all of these certain things to even like get treatment properly. So, uh, it becomes very challenging for someone that's used to it the old way but I enjoy having to get creative. I enjoy it pushing me to think differently and, and, and to figure out, you know, I, li- I just like a challenge like that. So, um, you know, when I was young, I just showed up and played and I, I didn't necessarily know my process. I had to figure it out. And, um, you know, I just would hit and not even know why I was hitting. I was just hitting to hit. And, uh, you know, now I, like everything is kind of like, working on building how my body's moving and, and usually it's diligent, but you know, just having one cage and, and not allowing, having too many people in there at once, it's just challenges that we have to figure out the new
0: rhythm. Hunter, let's look ahead for, for you and the team and, and, and start by actually sort of checking in on, on, on what you did do last year to kind of revitalize so much uh, about yourself and, and, that continued journey you're on both both mentally and physically what what went into it then and and what continues to go into that now
2: yeah so I mean in in 2018 I didn't play that many games uh so my body was feeling really good at the end of the season and I just like I charged in two days after the season there's this new swing technology and mechanics that are out there and I I did some research and found Doug Lada who was a guy who's Uh, had some success with many hitters Um, and I just like, was like, let's start to work. And I started hitting seven days a week was training and I put together a program and I had no idea if I was going to get to play baseball again, if I was going to get an opportunity, but I was like, I was going to hit with him every day, try this new thing out. Uh, I got, I, I signed up to go play winter ball in the Dominican league and I was like, at the worst, I get to see this beautiful country that loves baseball that many of my teammates are from. They talk about the legends of, of winter ball And so I was like, I'll have this great experience and it's just something I love to do and I feel strong, I feel fast and I love the game. And um, so I just kind of took that, like, I'm just going to go one day at a time. I'm going to try to figure this out and see what happens. And honestly, even in winter ball, I did just okay. And uh, it it didn't happen. It didn't click for me until about spring training. It took about three or four months of like avidly just changing the move and working on it. And uh, it just kind of clicked last year. And when I was healthy, uh, it really was a, a fun time hitting.
0: Uh, how much longer do you want to do this?
2: You know, I just, I, I try, like I said, control what I can control, stay in the moment, and uh, try to give it my all this year. Now, I don't like the word try. I'm going to give it my all this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be prepared, and that's what I'm focused on right now.
0: Uh, how are you feeling? And, and this can be both personally and and for the game. We're, we're an interesting evolutionary time for for all sports so how are you feeling about about your future and and the future of baseball right now um that's an interesting question i've
2: never i haven't really thought about it but i i personally feel like i'm in the you know i've been so fortunate i'm just so extremely appreciative of being able to play this long and do what i love for this long and thankful for all of my teammates and all of the people that have supported me and helped me along the way i am thrilled and excited to get to the field every day i think all of america and actually all the whole world is challenged with covid right now and and i know that i am very privileged and and very very lucky to play baseball this long so i'm excited and thrilled and enthused i think baseball um, you know, is, is doing a lot to make this season happen. I know there's all sorts of, um, you know, I guess things that, like, as far as, like, all of the negotiations and stuff, that's not, um, that's not what I'm, I'm super focused on right now. I'm just focused on playing baseball, and I think that the game is changing, and there's lots of fun, creative things happening in the game. There's lots of crazy young talent, and I think that that's
0: exciting. Crazy young talent. Let's, let's hear about what you see uh, in some of the young guys that are coming down the pipeline for the Giants. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, I see tremendous power. Trem- like, we have, you know, Joe, Joey Bart looks absolutely phenomenal. Got a really, really strong strong mentality. Uh, his at-bats. I mean, this guy, he's the number two overall pick, and um, you can see why. You, you have quite a few young arms that are are coming. Honestly, in in summer camp, we saw some kids that were 18 that are incredible. Elliot, it's Elliot Ramos, uh, really phenomenal. He kind of, he has that, like that gift of grace with his hands. He has power. He has speed. He has confidence. Um, You know, Luciano looks amazing. Uh, 18 year old shortstop only played 50 games in, in professional sports, but man, he's got power. Uh, a lot of these young guys are are really, really, really talented in the Giants system. And and even some of them that are right here with us right now, I think Jalen Davis uh has has the potential to be a superstar. Mauricio Dubon, um, you know, I'm sure I'm leaving a lot of people out, but uh the talent is is phenomenal here right now.
0: So I, I know when you know you look at your baseball future, you're just kind of staying in the moment, but by the same token, we've seen you start to develop some some other things as well, like how, how's coffee and, and, and all of that, uh, all of those other interests factoring into uh, to the next handful of years for you? Coffee, yeah, the
2: coffee shop has been teaching me uh, many, many great lessons. Uh, the coffee shop is about, you know, we're, we're working on, on community. And uh, it's been tough, obviously, with, co- with, uh, with COVID. We've been shut down since this uh, shutdown. We never reopened in Texas. Uh, we didn't feel it was safe. Uh, I will say that with the three years of doing it, I've made so many relationships and been so happy to have met as many people and I still need to work on uh, even improving how I handle that. That's that's helping me learn and grow and uh, in many ways and uh, I'm really, really inspired by a lot of my partners in the, in the organization. These are some of the most tremendous people, community-driven people and uh, it's it's been a blessing as far as life lessons go, I'll say that. And I love coffee and, and I love board games. So I've, I've been having a good time building a place that people can enjoy things that I love as well. I love that. How many cups have you had today, by the way? Not enough. I was
0: supposed Not to enough. go get another one, but I didn't have time. <laughs> I've had like is, one. Is, is it, all, well, you definitely need more then before the game starts. But uh, is, is, it, is it all coffee and business whenever you are done playing? Would you, would you want to coach? Is there a baseball
2: role in there? Like I said, I'm staying in the
0: moment. Uh, I don't have
2: that answer right now. I'm working on uh, game two against the Dodgers of the 60-game season. And uh, if I'm worried about that, I feel like I don't have my energy headed in
0: the right direction. Uh, Really special stuff on uh, Inside Giant Moments presented by T-Mobile, Hunter Pence. Thank you so much for taking the time to do it. It was wonderful to have you, man. Thank you, Mark. Much appreciated. Thanks so much for listening to Inside Giant Moments, presented by T-Mobile. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review and share the podcast with your friends and family. For more exclusive conversations, subscribe to the Inside Giant Moments podcast, presented by T-Mobile,
1: now. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best